Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, we want to say welcome and thanks to everyone who listened to our last podcast. Thank you for all of the um, encouraging words and the comments. Yeah. We really appreciate you guys. So um, we're excited yeah. to take this journey with you guys. Thanks, you guys. We really appreciate it. And to show you our appreciation, we want to highlight one follower or one listener every week to tell you guys thank you. And the listener we're highlighting this week is Mickey from West Oaktown. Hey. Um, Mickey is from up north. And she really enjoys our podcast. In fact, she was uh, anticipating this one. Um, due to severe thunderstorms and flooding, we couldn't get it on yesterday. But here we are, you guys. So thanks, Mickey, for listening and keeping us consistent. Yes, we appreciate you. So if you missed the last podcast, check it out. Um, you can click on the link and find it. And you'll find out which one of us is a stalker yeah, uh, if you yeah. listen to that one. So, so <laughs> check it out. <laughs> um, this week's topic, you guys... Okay, let's just get into it. Have you ever felt uh, basically like you're not where you should be in life? Have you ever looked at Facebook or looked at Twitter or Instagram and saw somebody post something that's going on in their and life? look next door. Listen, out your, out your window, <laughs> get your neighbor, them pulled up, okay? I mean, and not during tax season either. Like, oh, yeah, oh man, you got, the new, you got the new car during summertime. You know, somebody getting married, so another person's pregnant, yeah. you know, um, losing weight, getting a buying promotion. Houses. Buying houses, graduating from college. I mean, have you ever been in a space where it's just like, okay, God, I am this age, this should be at least crossed off my list. I'm, I'm a good person. Come on I've been now. doing right. I've I ain't been, been out here in these streets. You right. know, I mean, let me go on and say this because I want to be real. You know, the girl who everybody called, you know, she was fast, get married. Mm-hmm. Like, wait a minute, Lord, I yeah. did it right. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? What's going on? Right. If that's you, well, stay I'm, tuned. Stay tuned. I'm glad you tuned in, okay? Because <laughs> this is for you. So we're going to talk about today, We uh, lack of a better uh, title, but we wanted to talk about the journey of finding yourself. Yeah. Um, and oftentimes you, you look at other people and you're looking out at what others are doing and you're comparing yourself, but it's really about where you're supposed to be, yeah. your place of destiny, your place that God has designed for you. So we wanted to talk about that and um, a special oh, occasion yeah. happened that oh, sparked yeah. this. Um, <laughs> Honey, I had the time of my life, okay? <laughs> Uh, oh my god no low-key so last week friday january 20th while the whole world was not tuning into the inauguration the whole uh, world so i didn't have to worry about upstaging my day actually there's alternative facts there's alternative everybody was everybody was watching and everyone attended so yeah we're still looking for those missing people (laughs) um prayers up for you guys but the whole world was congratulating me and wishing me happy birthday so i turned 30 on uh, january 20th um, I felt special because it you rained look that good, day. Girl. I looked, I did. Honey. I ain't gonna even try to be humble. <laughs> I was that stepped out. Okay, bought me a little polka dot dress. Honey, press that hair. Okay, down. I pressed that hair. Okay, you know, it's a, it was a black girl press though. It wasn't like a good salon press. It was like, girl, that was fine. Though, but I held it. Raining, I held so. it. It was raining, so I say I held it down. Had a wonderful <laughs> dinner. Got to dance with my really good close family members and friends. Um, and it to was 90s nice. music. So yeah, it was, it was really 90s night. night. And then this, the security guard got half of us in free. The other half, we already had wristbands. It was just, it worked out. It wasn't a club for the uh, mothers who are listening. No, uh, it was no. Just a, it was a place that was playing music yes. with a, a DJ who happened to stop That's by. It. That's it. And the all. lights was low. That's it. That's all it was. Okay. So like prayer almost, you know, but, yeah. but with the music, but different Jodeci, genre. You know what I'm saying? And the blue dress. So I felt good. I felt good. I felt great. Um... <laughs> I felt like I finally got to a place of trying to accept myself. 
So that was the birthday. So right. talk to us about the process that got you to that place. So as I moonwalked back a little bit into what it really was, um, prior to me, that, that even that day, I couldn't even plan anything because all I kept thinking about was, who are you to celebrate 30 years and you ain't did nothing? Like, I was telling that to Leilani. Like, I, I, I mean, I, she probably heard it so many times. She probably got tired of hearing it. But I really felt like that. Like, you want to party. You what you partying for? You ain't where you supposed to be. You don't have no house. You still, there's five of y'all in the family. You only got one car. You see, um, you, see you know, you ain't y'all. making this much amount and you have a master's degree. Like, you, you couldn't find another job or negotiate your salary or nothing. Like, you just, what you celebrating? <laughs> and that's what my voice in my head was really coming down hard on me about that. Um, and even prior to that, I remember hitting 25 and still feeling like, what are you doing? Because we, let's be real, we come from a generation of, 20-year-old millionaires. When you watch the Facebook movie and you realize Mark Zuckerberg mm. blew up off something that you could have thought of, or even when you think <laughs> about an invention and then it come out, you're like, I could have been paid. Like, that felt like the last 10 years of my life, me looking at what everybody else was doing and just seeing that my life didn't line up, or at least that's how I saw it. There were a lot of things that I looked over, so. Yeah. Um, so we fought about that as well. A lot. Uh, <laughs> a lot. But I will say that when I actually, um, you know, there's a running joke between us about oh, my age. Oh, my <laughs> God. Here we go. But when I hit 30, I had a breakdown as well. And it's really funny because things were going well in my life. It wasn't, it was, I wasn't in a bad place. It's just that when my birthday came up that very day, um, I broke down crying. Um, me and my husband were just dating at the time. We weren't uh, married yet. And I was like, I scared him like, because I broke down so hard. But the thing is that when I reflect on it, it wasn't about my circumstance, like looking around and saying, oh my gosh, like, um, this is going wrong or this. It was just that I had an ideal yeah. for myself that now cannot happen. Like, for yeah. example, I wanted to have my PhD by 28 and I'm two years behind that timeline. And this was a big marker. Like, this is a major milestone birthday. And so I just like broke down yeah. about it, you know, and... um so I understand that process, and um, I just really wanted to encourage Kat during that because it's not about focusing on what's not there, but focusing on what is there. Yeah. And, and it's what, a lot. Right. I ain't front. Right. <laughs> and it's a journey. Like, yeah. that's why the title of this podcast is a journey, because there are times where it's not just your birthday. Right. So, you know, you can celebrate huh. or get past that and celebrate your birthday. And then another, the month later, you're back down like, wait, yeah. this, is this my life? Yeah. You know, like, where am I going? You know, so uh, I think that you really have to um, commit to the journey and know that it's going to get better. Yeah, you know? yeah. and you have to keep looking back um, in this sense because, listen, I'm, I'm 30 now, but before I turned 30, I was able to get a master's degree. I was able to get an undergraduate degree um, while having three kids. Um, I'll be married eight years in February. You know, like, major, major things. I was able to, you know, move out of state and, you know... Allow. Uh, we're not going <laughs> to that. Please see other podcasts yeah, see as to why podcasts, I would be so upset. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> but um, it's a major milestone for me because I was able to really do something spontaneously and just you know do it for the sake of you know my marriage and my husband um, without it really throwing the game off too much. Um, you know, I have smart, healthy children. I'm a great mother. I'm yes. a good wife. I'm a great friend. Uh, you know, I have a job. Let's just start there. We ain't got to talk about the pay. I got a good job, you know. So I say all that to say there are a lot of things. I have my health. 
You know, yeah. I'm not breathing on no tubes. I'm not walking on a cane. Um, so I say all that to say there were things that were there, but in the middle of where you think you should be, mm-hmm. you don't see anything. None of that. None of that stuff is illuminated Absolutely. because I agree. even if that stuff was on the list and you crossed it off, it's like, who cares? What's what's the, what's next, the thing? next thing? And um, that's not, not a way to, to live. So definitely um, happy to be. 30s i do think there's some type of spiritual psychological shift that happens where you just take a deep breath like i am who i am yes but you fight different battles but i think i'm there now so yeah there's there's a uh, i think a book that spoke to that that in your 30s is kind of like your power years because you get to the place where you're not trying to please everybody else because you woe out your own. <laughs> you tired i just said that to the i have a co-worker today i was talking to she's 27 and i just remember telling her like Right now you're fighting, like you're fighting who you really are. You're fighting trying to be who your parents want you to be, but then you're fighting who you think you're not supposed to be. And by the time you get 30, I'm like, there is this clock that just runs out and you tired. Mm-hmm. You don't have it no more. It's like, you know what? None of these socks don't match. I'm going to the store. Hey now. And whoever don't care, don't, 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 got, don't like it, can do A, B, and C. You know, that's the nice way to say Thank it. you. I was but, like, uh, what you about to say? Ice big, like, <laughs> not this Lord podcast. help us. So, no. yeah, um, yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired. And I, I, I want to bring up, um, just because I, I talked about, you know, me breaking down and um, kind of having this moment where I had to kind of break up with the ideal Leilani. You know, I was no longer going to be that person, you know, the 28-year-old with a PhD can never happen. And I had to break up with that yeah. idea. And so um, it it kind of reminds me of a friend I had. Um, she told me about the fact that she, she was one that um, got married um, probably like mid-20s. And she had waited um, to have sex until after marriage, you know. So in the eyes of the church and, you know, the world, she was a good she girl. Did and she right did the right way. Right, exactly. Praise God. Um, but on her wedding night, she broke down crying and wanted Crazy. to go home. And she's like, not that it was like, oh, I married the wrong one or, you know. Do you, for, this is before or after what the, they had they were intimate no they had sex so okay. that's what i was about to say for the oh, heathens okay. who are thinking it wasn't because it was bad <laughs> sex okay because right. i know they was like see yeah, that's why that's you gotta why try you it got out get in that. No, no 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 it wasn't because of that <laughs> she said that everything was perfect that the the wedding mm. went perfect the honeymoon night you know wedding night was perfect it's just that in, in the middle of the night she woke up she was breaking down crying mm. and she couldn't figure that out figure out why you know she just wanted to go home um home like home like to dad's house home and um it, she was like it wasn't until years later she reflected on that and she was like it was because i had lost my identity mm. i was a good girl you know uh-huh. like that didn't you know didn't do this thing yeah. and now that it was taken away from me not in a you like, know rapist violent, type of right, yeah right, like you right. know but it's like it's gone now i don't hold on to that and so yeah. um it's an interesting point to bring up because a lot of times we have constructs or ideas about ourselves that has to die or we have to break up with yeah and so how do you do that what you know yeah, what what does that look, look like? like and that's part of the journey of finding yourself because if you don't go through those yeah. moments if you don't have those moments you're holding on to an idea or a young concept that it no longer applies to your context yeah so you know what i mean like you know i experienced that um it didn't have anything to do with age but i was in a place in my life where i thought i should be on the radio yeah um, let's talk let me, about let, this let's say, i just, just kind of listen <laughs> So, 
I'll do it real quick. My undergraduate degree is communications, radio, television. So I specifically went to a school with a program that had, you know, um, you know, engineering boards and stuff like that. So I could learn how to edit radio, edit film. Um, I took out, took cameras downtown. I was in Montgomery, Alabama. I recorded people, interview. I interviewed them, took the camera back, sat down with the footage. I mean, this is what I went to school to do. And school and society tells us when you go to college for something, you should get that job when you get out of college. Mm-hmm. I interned at a radio station. You know, it didn't work out. Cool, whatever. You keep shooting for your dream. Uh, <laughs> went, came to L.A., interned at KGLH, you know. Now, mind you, at this point, I'm interning as a 23, 24-year-old with a, do- with a daughter, with a, with a kid. Um, was Junior around? No, I hadn't, hadn't had Junior yet. Um, for free. Okay, so this is hard. Like, I should be making money. I have friends who are in the industry. I have a friend who's touring with uh, Benny Boom, the famous video uh, director guy. And I can't get, you know, part-time job at parking cars at the radio station. Like, it just can't work out. But I'm like, God, I'm going to stay faithful. I am going to be in the radio industry. It did not happen. And I think one day I went to the park. And I finally, I literally sat on a park bench. I was sobbing so hard, people thought I was mourning somebody. Mm-hmm. They thought I had lost somebody because I finally came to the realization, like, God is purposely not opening doors for me. He's purposely, like, saying no. And it may be that he said not right now, but all I knew was it was no <laughs> for that moment. And it was like, my whole undergraduate career, my whole life, I mean, even when I was younger, because I used to listen to 92.3 The Beat, uh, Theo, John Legend, and the House Party. And to me, listening to the old radio heads, they were giving advice. People loved them. They were giving tickets. It was like this person in the community. Well, I thought, you know, that's what I'm going to do. I used to record myself on the radio, just whatever. I'm just really seeing that this is what I'm supposed to do with the rest of my life. And when it didn't happen, I mean, talk about feeling like a failure. Like, I already had my daughter out of wedlock at 20. So I'm like, okay, you know, my mom blast me for that you know family blasting me for that now here i am i can't get in the industry so what i'm supposed to do now that i study for what am i supposed to do now and then i spent all this time interning so my resume looks crazy so i'm trying to go get a job in other industries and they're like so you worked at a radio station like so talk to me how you gonna work at this hospital like (laughs) so i say all that to say that it's very tough but like she said the step that was necessary was to mourn that thing, was to break up with that idea, like divorce it, like literally turn around and walk the other direction. And it may not be that it's a no, it may just be like a not right now, but oh man, like it just made me think of that. Like somebody listening to this really needs to understand that that heaviness is not meant for you to walk around with all the time. That's not normal. That's not how it's supposed to be. And yeah, like (laughs) how do you, and I hate to say it because I, I asked, what does it look like? Day by day. Right. Crying. Yeah. Stop visualizing. Right. The opposite of what people no, say. No, you have to do. like, absolutely. I agree. Um, Definitely the mourning process. Uh, You have to mourn it. Like you have to give yourself the space to yeah, cry to it out. There. To go Yeah. To like yes. really doubt. I mean, like I was crying so hard because I was really going like, I have to let this go because yeah. there's no way I can be that person. I'm two years behind it and I'm still <laughs> holding on. on to it. You know what I'm saying? Like it, that person can't. Doesn't mean that I can, I'm never going to go get my PhD. No, it doesn't mean that. It just means that that idea, that that person, the person I have visualized, her walking around, being young, saying I'm a doctor. Yes, like I had to let it go. Like that's not happening. It doesn't mean that I won't be successful. I'm just going to be successful in a different manner. Right. And so for anybody who's out there 
who is struggling with that, um, holding on to something and feels like it's not working, we're not saying just give up. Right. We're not saying that. We're saying check in because yeah. you need to just check in and see, has it changed? God may have something for you that it's just it just looks different than yeah. what you're doing. Because yeah. honestly, what Kat talked about, we're doing right now on a podcast. Low key though. So you know what I mean? It just looks different. So he's like, I don't want you to commit all your time to working in this industry at this time because right. I have other things for you that to you do. Be doing. And and there's stuff that she does in her daily life now where she's touching people's life. Yeah. And she would not do that if she was at the, radio, the radio station. Station. So it's just like you have to just check in because God has something for you that is specifically designed for you. And let me just tell you, when we while we're talking to you guys, we're Listen, talking to ourselves. We okay. Fell out already, okay? <laughs> we're talking to ourselves because we're this is a daily daily process yeah. like working through hey oh i have this idea oh i want this to happen oh i have this desire and it's like not right now or right. it doesn't it, it doesn't need to happen for you right now because if it did it would destroy the other things i have yeah. planned for you and so i think that you know you just need to check in so just take a moment step back pray about it get some peace about it yeah. before you keep trudging forward now for our young listeners life is hard yeah when you start out so, you know, committing and having that stick to itness yeah. is part of the journey of you finding and getting to your dreams. Yeah. But we're talking about when every door is closed because if he closes doors, no man can open Nobody them, including you. you. So you are not going to open that door by persistently pursuing it. So you have to just take a moment and say, hey, what's yeah. going on? Also, I think that a lot of people, and particularly women, have a lot of bitterness because they're holding on oh, to things. Oh, my goodness. No, I, can I go there? I want to go there, too. Okay, Let's go okay, there. Let's go. I got some things no. I need to get off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> but women are holding on to things. And, and I'm going to use this example because um, my mother actually was talking to Kat. And Kat said, hey, mom, you know, what would you tell your 30-year-old self? Yeah. And she said... Actually, she she thought about it yeah, too. She, she actually did. paused, like, let me reflect. Yeah. And she said, actually, I would tell my 30-year-old self to do something for just me. Mm-hmm. Take a class, do some like projects for just me. Because yeah. I gave so much of myself to my kids and my husband mm-hmm. and everybody mm-hmm. else that I forgot about me. And so there's times where women just give and give and give and give and give and give. Like, for example, me, you know... Feeling like, hey, I failed because I didn't get this dream. You know what I mean? Like, right. and, and instead of dealing with that, I could have just held on to that, kept it going, and brought it into my marriage, took it out yeah. on my husband, yeah. been mad at him when it, really I was just disappointed in me right. and the things that I had to let go. Right. And I'm not a failure because I didn't get that done, right. but I have failed to get that done. Right. If that makes sense yeah. to you guys. So I think we need I wanna, to deal I want to talk about the whole failure thing because I think one of the things when you're in your morning process, people have to realize it's underneath of, you know, my whole radio career being over before it started. What I really had to let go of was my thought that I was a failure. Like she said, um, because I didn't get this thing. And what happens is you find your value in what you do. And when you're young, that's all you know. You know that if you get good grades, I'll be rewarded. If I'm a good kid to my parent, they'll be happy. You know, in every area of our life, we're taught to perform well. And then you get to a space where, you know, you're trying to learn about self-love and self-care and who am I, and you realize... I don't know how to let people love me for who I am. Right. So when you, so with me mourning this whole idea of going to the radio station, I thought that if I can't perform in my avenue, in my, with my gift, 
in this capacity, how am I valuable? So I think that really I was, I was, I was mourning the loss of value. I thought that I had in myself and this was the only way that, you know, I could show the world. This is what God gave me because I used to always say, okay, now listen, it's a little (laughs) self-hate about to happen here. I'm past it. But it, I used to pray for three things for years when I was younger. I used to pray for God to make me uh, have green eyes. Oh, I used God. to pray that God would give me long curly hair. And I used to pray that God would give me a voice to sing. And I prayed that the for years. Eye. Listen, when I read that book in high school, eye. I just walked out the class. I never who even knew that. Okay, guys, this yeah, is this like is confession time right now. And to be honest, I don't even know who that girl is in my mind. Oh, I want to say it was a girl on my block. Her name was Samantha, which is why I like that name to this day. Her name wow. was Samantha. She was raised by her stepdad, who got remarried to a whole other woman. Like, so she had everything. And um, shout out to Samantha if you listen. Right. Um, so I was like, I want to be her. Like her life is everything. So I said, what the heck did I bring that up? You see, she came in to uh, get focused. Oh, wait, no, no. Bring but the, back. the value. So <laughs> I figured that if I had these things, I could be valuable. You mm-hmm. know, people would value me like I value Samantha. And all I did was when I got older, I realized that was stupid, but I adopted the whole radio career. Like, mm-hmm. if I could perform in this capacity and look how I, look how I think these other people look on the radio, you guys will love me. This will be great. And God was like, no. And that's why it's important for you to kind of just go with it when he shuts that down because in the pain you are kind of broken and you kind of get a new strength about yourself that kind of comes out the phoenix it is and you realize like i'm i'm okay yeah i'm still alive i I mean have you ever had those cries where you're laying in the bed you're (laughs) you don't care about where the snot going you don't care about nothing i mean don't be laying by a window you're looking out the window at the stars like Send me a sign. Like, when you get to that place and then you wake up the next day, you feel so refreshed. Right. You're a little ugly. Yeah, you know, your bag is kind of, you know, your throat it. got the lump still because you, you've been coughing and crying. But there's this release that yes. happens where you let that go and there's this weight that comes off of you. So I say all of that to say, when you're breaking up with this idea of this identity of this person you're supposed to be, really dig down and see why that's of value to you. Because nine times out of ten, it's not even about that thing. It's about what you thought you would be or how valuable you were with yeah, that thing something deeper something dip, deeper but you're really showing yourself that you're valuable without it so. but you really brought up a good point about the fact that you adapted it you know mm-hmm. what i mean like so we tend to do that we're we very very oh, we're intricate good. creatures oh, and good. we are able to trick ourselves the psyche <laughs> is so amazing yes, it is. and it's able to protect you like so yeah. you learn how to adapt things and you rationalize it and you make it fit and yeah, it makes it, it more fit. honorable you yeah. know what i mean like so for example i grew up saying that you know i was going to be a doctor and i saw oh my the my god you too well everybody you know because black kids all, like, president or a doctor <laughs> And I saw the effect it had on my older family members. So my mom and my uncle and and just how happy. I mean, like they radiated with joy. Like she's going to be it. Right. So a little bit the pressure was off of me because my cousin, who's very close in age to me, she was saying she wanted to be a doctor too. So it was like us two doctors, right? (laughs) So we got, we're going to do it, right? So then I went to school. I was pre-med and I'm, I, I, I can do it. I'm a nerd. I can do the the work. However, I was sitting there and I knew I wanted to work with kids. And I knew I'm, uh, it was always going to be through the vein of psychology, but it was going to be psychiatry. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I don't believe in medicating children. <laughs> oh, wow. That was your turning point. 
I, it just hit me in the middle of class, clinical psychology class. And I was like, uh, so what? But the thing is, is that I realized I was like, I can't, I can't be this doctor, the medical doctor, but I adapted it. And I said, oh. I will be a doctorate in psychology. So it was like, I will still point. be Listen able, up. I will still be able to bring to that, that joy to yeah, my mom's I'm face doctor. and my uncle's face. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and they, I, I will it. still be the doctor for the family. Wow. And so, That's good. but I, I had this. I mean, it was horrible to have to go through this like battle inside of myself to have this conversation with my mom. Like, mm. mom, I'm not pre-med anymore. You know what I mean? Like, and it was like, I had to get to that place in myself yeah. before I could have this conversation with her. And so I'm saying that to say, for some of you, you want to change. You want to yeah. turn left. You want to follow what God is saying for you, but you're committed to other people in your life Come on. who you don't want to let down. So it may be, and this may be even just like, like, hey, you know, I want to break up with this person yeah. I'm in a relationship with because it's not healthy for me or I know God is not blessing this relationship. But it's like I have to get to a place in me where yeah. I divorce the identity that I have with you yeah. so that I can have this conversation with you to say, this ain't me no more. I got to yeah. go. So I just want to give that to people, yeah. too, because you have to check in. Well, let's stay right there. Okay, because, we'll you know, here. here's the thing. Some of you are saying, OK, like, yes, yes, girl, I feel you. I want to do that. You know, I, I'm I'm ready. Oh, what does that look like? Yeah. Because that's me. I'm like, give me practical. So I want to say this to you. It does not take a whole bunch of planning. It don't take a whole bunch of script writing, to-do lists. The conversation she had with her mother, way before she had the conversation, happened in a moment in her head. Mm -hmm. There was a, a moment, a split moment decision where she decided, you know what? This, and that's what I just want people to hear. A lot of times we overcomplicate things and we try to get all deep and I got to do this. And then that's really a defense mechanism for you to not have to really do it. You're right. just working on Come it. On. You know, I'm getting there. Mm -hmm. So I just want somebody to hear life shifts, mind shifts, mind changes happens in a split moment. When you decide in your mind, it is what it's going to be. Mm -hmm. Because when that happens and it's real, action springs from it. It's not reverse. Um, a lot of times people think, well, okay, well. Um, and I'm going to start doing it. For example, diets, working out. Okay, I'm going to get in there and do it. And as I get in that gym, I'm going to fall in love with it. And I'm going to change my life. I'm going to be happy. But as you're do working out, you hating it. Yep. You Why am I here? I'm tired. It hurt. It don't feel good. And you leave the gym. Now you now you up at Subway getting a steak sandwich because it's $6 <laughs> this month, which I saw is real. But that's all that bread and carp. You haven't made no decision in your mind. But you're trying to play yourself. Like she said, we're really good at convincing yourself, you know what? I'm over it. It is what it is. I'm going to go ahead and just do it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get in this gym. And you haven't convinced yourself in your mind, this is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Because that's where it starts. So just want to get that to somebody. If you have a conversation you need to have with somebody, it starts in your mind. Mm -hmm. Convince yourself that this is really what you want. Because some of y'all need to be real about what you want. Exactly. It sounds good to say you don't need to be with that person. Or you need to change your major. Or you need to quit that job. It's a whole other thing to believe it. Yeah. So... Well, that's a whole nother podcast no, we'll get into about the beliefs underneath Ooh. us and our actions. That, um, But we can't get into that right now because we're coming to Stay a tuned. close. <laughs> we're coming to a close. But I will say that absolutely what you're talking about, about it being in your mind and it, 
in regards to the journey of finding yourself, you have to be committed. You have to make up in your mind that you want to be the best you. Right. And that's it. Like, right. come hell or high water, come the the conversation, the tough conversations you need to have, come the sacrifices you have to give up. Like, no matter what comes, that you are committed to that journey of wanting to be the best you. And so we believe yeah. that part of that journey is you know, having to go through these steps of like mourning the idea of yourself versus the reality. Yeah. Celebrating the reality of yeah. yourself, you know, but really ultimately you have to want it you because do. it's a journey and you can't just get there in one day or one moment. So there's, I'll be there. <laughs> All right. Balling right now. So if I'm listen, okay, it's a journey I'm sitting here. Ebbs and flows, good days, days, days where you day. celebrate yourself and you're like, I've done so much. And then days where you're like, well, your what friend got to call done? you like, girl. <laughs> Please now, you got this, you got that, you got that, and you got to wipe your nose yes. like, you right. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to leave you guys with some tips. You are so um, dumb. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> because that's our reality, y'all. Absolutely. A lot of stuff I joke about, she laughing because it happened. It she happened laughing in real life, funny. real it's life. not abstract. So no. um, one of the tips I wanted to leave you with is, you know, listen, just ask yourself, what am I not? This is not English class, okay? <laughs> What you are not. What aren't you? Like, <laughs> a lot of times we think about, you know, okay, my what's my narrative? Who am I? You know, outside of this, who, who am I? But I think a big thing in our society, especially in our socioeconomic class, um, who we aren't. Because we are defined by a lot of things outside of us that are stereotypes, um, things that are generational. Like, you're going to be just like your daddy, you know, whatever it is. got to get a clear vision of what you are not. Even if you fell victim to doing some things in your past, you have to let yourself know that it doesn't define me mm-hmm. as an individual, as a person where I'm going, which is why the journey is important. A journey is is not the destination. It's every day moving forward a little bit by little bit, which means you're not where you were. Mm-hmm. So I just want to encourage somebody, please don't get caught up in what people are saying about you or whatever tag, tag or title people want to put on you for their benefit. That will keep you in shackles. It will keep you bound. Um... It'll really have make you feel like, why am I even trying? Right. Not realizing it has nothing to do with you. You've taken on what other people think about you, and you you've worn it. You're wearing that name tag. So find out who you're you, who you are not. Right. And and celebrate that. Yeah. <laughs> celebrate the things that you are not, because sometimes that's just the win in and of itself. Yeah. Like I I grew up in the inner city, and I went to college. I didn't get you know I'm not pregnant in high school and then you know like that's a win for me like because that's what was going on in my neighborhood and in my high school like whoa you know so those type of things like to be able to say I wasn't that and I made it through and I didn't drop out and I made it through and Mm -hmm. wait I got a degree I'm not a dropout I'm not a quitter I went through you know like and celebrate those things so don't just outline what you're not and stop there but celebrate that and then by looking at what you're not you'll be able to say what you are right so um again we want to emphasize the mourning process being able to i mean like i joked with friends um and even clients sometimes where i'm like throw yourself a funeral like Mm. throw yourself say the words you need to say to that person go like cry over (laughs) it i mean like do the whole thing like outline the whole the house what it looked like what it you know what i mean like outline all of it and cry about it so you can let it go and make room for the new blessing because as long as you're holding on 
on to that thing, you can't see clearly what is present in your life. So if I'm holding on to that old relationship and trying to hold on to and make that work, or I'm holding on to the idea that I'm going to be this type of student and I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, or I'm going to have this degree or I'm going to have this car or I'm going to do this by this time. If you don't let go of that, if you don't mourn that, it's haunting you. Yeah. It's like that monkey on your back. Like you said, that heaviness waking up in this like drudgery every day that, oh my God, I'm not there. I'm I'm not not there. there. I'm not there. I'm not there. You know what I mean? Like, and so if you could really have the time and set aside the time, and I'm not talking about theoretically, I'm not, I'm talking about practically sit down unplug the phone you know what i mean like and be able to say oh you're such an age i know <laughs> so but it's not it's, it's really because they did this workshop on <laughs> what you're supposed to do with your children they're like unplug and so they were saying unplug from everything but no unplug my phone oh my gosh yeah, yeah but a little bit uh, yes honey i showed my age when i was no, shout listen, out jodeci baby uh, <laughs> Yeah, we don't get on MySpace uh, coding fanatic. That's funny. How I learned HTML right. But yeah, um, being able to just cry it out and be uninterrupted, unapologetic, don't have to explain it to anybody, and just be able to let that stuff go so that you can move into where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Because that stuff is holding you back. Yeah, yeah. Um, Another quick you know piece of advice i would give somebody i had it in my head dang i should have wrote it down see you know trying to be fast you know trying to be slick i'm a professional i'm two podcasts in you know what i'm saying (laughs) when's the blow up gonna (laughs) happen about to blow up you better get them while they free okay (laughs) no uh one of the piece of advice i wanted to give um is really watch who you're around listen Mm. let me just be real for a second pookie and them can't always go with you where you going that's yeah. another podcast, but I just want to get at to somebody. Yes. Put it in your back pocket. Hold on. A big part of why people can't let go of what you aren't mm. is because you're constantly around people who are, oh. and then you're trying to be, oh, I, I, but I'm going to get out I'm the different, hood. But I'm different. I'm different, I'm though. Different. I, I'm special. Yeah, God I'm different. always told me y'all was special, but you're doing the same things they doing <laughs> in the same like environment. Them. You look like them. You talk like them. If it walk like a duck, quack like a duck, what do what your mama say now? It ain't quack. no cow. Quack. So I just want to let somebody know. You really got to watch who's around you. I think one of the best things that ever happened to me besides, you know, me losing my weight and me feeling amazing (laughs) is um, me being at Antioch Church of Long Beach because I think that why people think that their church is the best, blah, blah, blah. I appreciate the fact that God had to... Listen, for years, the people who... um, Leilani, Brandon, (laughs) uh, Cambrea, Meeks, these people were amazing to me. Like, I would get in, uh, you know, on a... We're out on like a movie night, whatever, hanging out. At a bar or something, just having lounge time. And I'm like, these people are amazing. Like, they're all educated. They are, because at the time, they were all college educated. By this time, they already had their masters. Here I am, married with kids. Now, that's what they were striving for. I had it, but I didn't see that. All I saw was they were educated. These were young. They were sexy, hot. They had cars. I'm for real. In my mind, I was like, I want to be just like them. Like, and I... Meanwhile, what? I'm breaking down about because the fact that not, I'm not a she's doctor. She's not a doctor. You know what I'm saying? You know, she's like, Lord, when you going to send me my husband? Right. You know, can I have kids? Like, just right. being real. And so, so you never know what people are going through. But the people I got around helped me to a higher standard by them just existing. Mm. Not them trying to throw their goals in my face or not them reminding me of what I didn't have in comparison to them. Just them being from a, cut from a different cloth made me want to be better. Now, how you going to get that from a bunch of people who are 
doing what they want to do, not trying to raise the bar. I just right. want to just be real. So, you know, now I got my master's. I feel we a little equal, you know. Even though my conversation hasn't changed in my mind, I feel like I've done something. Because I'm like, the people who are around who I aspire to be, they call me, like, equal. That means a lot to me. So, y'all need to watch who y'all hanging out with. Absolutely. That's definitely true, um, who you're hanging around with. But also, just to speak to the fact that sometimes we're fearful to make friends with people who are oh. not in Talk the same that. level if you will yep. um so we kind of we we're intimidated by them we're scared that they are going to look down on us or they're going to make us feel bad about ourselves um but i think that goes back to what you were saying in your mind like having that mind. like hey i'm better than my current circumstance yeah. this may be my reality right now but i'm striving for something different and so um there's a quotation that says like if you're the smartest person in the room you're in the yeah. wrong room and so that that's speaks to me because yeah. oftentimes I grew up wanting to be proved that it, I'm the I mean, smartest person in I'm the room. One. Like I will battle you <laughs> down. Win. You know what I mean? Like but that yeah. it showed me that like, whoa, your goals are too low. Yeah. Like you should be striving to get more from people who are ahead of you. Yeah. So it's okay to feel like, man, I'm the novice in the room. Yeah. Like but I'm soaking up all this yeah. knowledge. You know what I mean? Like so you gotta realize the context too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so if you're I'm just gonna use this example. If you're in a you know a rap battle you do want to be the best yeah, you know what i'm saying like you now. kill them with your skills but if you're in the room with uh ceos of companies and um you know russell simmons and jay-z and all of them are sitting in one room be quiet shut up what be are quiet. you doing like, i got a soul i got a demo <laughs> exactly be you're trying quiet. to tell them how to run their business you're crazy so it's just things like that like we need to understand the context so yes yeah. there's places where you do get up there and shine let yeah. it shine like be the best in the room but don't let that hold you back that you have to always be on top. Sometimes yeah. you want to be next to people that you can glean from. Yes. Like, wait a minute, I just learned, I just caught it by just being with yeah. them. Like, not sitting through a lecture, but just that, hey, I'm walking through life and this is what they talk about. So I picked up on it. Me and my other set of friends don't right. ever talk about right. that. You know what I mean? So, And if you need a biblical context, um, Joshua and Moses, I just want to throw that out there. Um, Joshua's with Moses. Um, you can go read it for yourself. Um, when the Spirit of God was speaking to Moses, he was able to see what Moses was doing. He was able to, um, like she said, glean from him. And when it was his time to lead the children of Israel into the promised land, uh, he was able to do that and hear from the voice of God because he was able to watch somebody else do it. He didn't talk. There's no lines from him, but he was in the room. So, um, yeah, man, I, I, I really want you guys to, I hope somebody under 30 or anybody who's over 30 yeah. who hasn't been delivered from it yet, really, really, maybe listen to it again. And catch something else from this. You got to be free of this because I think that this plagues our generation yeah. right now. You know, you got to be this by this and that by that. And, Absolutely. But then we got the highest rate of divorce. Right. You know, everybody on meth. I'm, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I'm just being real. Or you know? like prescription drugs just Pre to get through on, the day. Like, so on. that is not the will of God for your it's life not. is all I'm saying. Like, just... Like, side note, like, just speaking directly to you, like, we believe that nothing is of coincidence. We believe mm -hmm. that it's God-ordained. So if you are listening to this, God wants you to hear yep. something from this. So this is that moment, okay? Yeah. God has something better for you. He 
knows what you are going through and he knows what he wants you to get to. Yeah. So he has the steps between where you are yes. and where he has designed you to be. Yes. And if you would just check in with him, on, if you would just take a moment to let go of the stuff that Come you on. built that is, has go. nothing to do with his will, but stuff that you made up from other people. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Because even just what Kat was saying, those labels we took on from other people projecting their own junk on you. Yeah. Like people who told you you were irresponsible because they felt irresponsible in that moment and you just happened to be around. Yeah. Like the, you started taking that on and you start living through that and now you feel the heaviness and the pressure. On, and it uh, had nothing to do with you. It didn't have nothing to do Come with on. you. So I just want you to hear this. You. Yes, you. Yeah. I want you to hear this, that God wants to take you to someplace higher and if you would just check in with him, yeah. everything going to be all right. going to be all right. Listen, don't have me crying at the park for you four <laughs> years ago and you ain't going to listen. Okay? Because exactly. this podcast wouldn't be possible if me and her didn't didn't, go, didn't go through it break down cry and think I ain't gonna make it through this moment mm -hmm. you know for us to sit here and tell you this so you getting a 40 minute version of what it took us you know a couple a months year, to process buddy. through That's without it. each other low key right because we didn't we weren't do we know huh would you would we hanging out yeah yeah we but, were, but, but we, we didn't do deep it together. like this no we didn't do it together okay. because it was something that it's like it's it's personal. That's what I'm saying to you guys. Yeah. This is not the get your circle of friends and y'all have tea and then you do this. It, it's a no. very personal moment. It's you yes. got to go Intimate. home and you got to close the door and you got to get naked before God. Yeah. Like you got to just bear it all. I mean, like cry out the ugly cry. Like yeah. uh, give yourself permission to do that because when yeah. you are able to do that. You can let those shackles yeah. go and be free. Say that. Listen, you not finna hurt God's feelings. Let me go ahead and say that. God is God enough to handle Come your on. frustration. He ain't that fragile. Say what you need to say. Yeah. I've been sitting in the car going Come. off sometimes. And then, and then the, still the spirit of the voice. Lord. <laughs> Checkered. No, listen. The God I serve. It ain't even chess. This yeah. is the matrix. Because he, the, I mean, and that's how I know it ain't me. I mean, I mean, I don't know if there's any non-believers listening, but I want you to know, like, that feeling you feel right now, this is for you, too. Yes. So, you not believing don't intimidate God at all. At in all. fact, he that's invites you in. Yes. Come on, hit the that's front row. That means I got something to prove for yeah. you for my name's sake. Yeah. Oh, shut <laughs> So, anyway, we gonna get on out of here. Right. We'll go for another two hours, Absolutely. Okay? This and is it's not about that. It's not. Uh, we want you guys to have this, but we... Uh, um, also, you guys can let us know um, on Instagram. Uh, follow Cat Branchman. Um, don't follow me because I'm Man, not follow, really. Uh, Listen, I don't really post that Instagram much. Name. That's it. I don't really. Yeah, post yeah, yeah. That. Eight. <laughs> As of Y E A, three times no spaces and the number eight. Because she, let me tell you something. <laughs> I As don't we post, minister though. to y'all, the post. Lord's ministering to us. But the thing is, the people who follow her are like super prominent because she's very private. So we got people that could blow up the spot mm -hmm. and she want to be selfish. So y'all follow, yeah, 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 eight. Oh my gosh. Uh, what street you live on? What, what's it. the numbers? Exactly. Come by. <laughs> Come by the house. Drop off your suggestions for a podcast. So hey, yeah, drop let us, us, let us know. know. Yeah, let hear. us know what you want us to discuss, um, what you want to hear uh, from us. And we will try our best to get it out, um, it barring any uh, rainstorm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was flooding. Let's just be real, you guys. You can Google Long Beach, California flooding. It was flooding. So yeah. for safety precautions. We didn't do it yesterday. But we're here and we got it out today. So yeah. we hope you guys check it out. Um, 
we hope this was helpful. We really hope that you take the time and really do this. And then check back in for those who are brave enough to actually do this. Um, it's part of the journey of finding yourself. And we're, we're probably going to have another one yeah. about journey to finding yourself a different aspect. But this yeah. is one of the major things that we've we gone through really recently. So uh, we wanted to give that to you guys. Four days ago. Right. <laughs> Say happy birthday to Kat. Right, thank um, you. And we hope that you guys uh, tune in uh, to our next one. Thank you, guys. Love you. Be safe. Bye. God bless.